Are you ready to take your digital marketing to the next level using tried and true methods and emerging trends? It's Ashley, and you're listening to the Digitally Grounded Podcast. We'll talk about all things digital marketing from sales funnels and flywheels, social media, email marketing, and more. So if you're ready to take your marketing to the next level, keep listening. Hey, it's Ashley, and in today's episode, we're talking about content marketing, lead generation for your business. So in this episode, we're going to discuss creating content that your client would want that is within your bandwidth to create and relates to your offer. Now, this is a continuation of prior episodes. So initially, we were talking about back in episode one, why you should own the land versus earned media, owned, earned and paid media. And we talked about owning the land and owning the land in my mind is owning your content, owning where your content is hosted, owning your space on the internet, not renting it from social media, and then, you know, having the metaverse delete all your content because they feel like it, right? And then we talked about holistic digital marketing and what that actually means, because you want to have a a well-rounded approach to your marketing so that you can make the biggest impact organically. I am all about organic reach first and building that audience and perfecting who you're trying to attract before you throw any money on it, because that way your dollars will go farther because you'll know who you're targeting. You're not making so many guesses. And then in the previous episodes, episode five and six, we talked about being an authority, using your thought leadership to build your business. And then episode six, funnel building, talking about sales and lead funnels. And so here we are in episode seven with content marketing. When you're selling your thinking and you've discovered what you really like talking about and how you really like to deliver that content, you want to also consider, as mentioned, those three stages of buyers. Make sure that you're creating content that is within your bandwidth to create, meaning you're not going to get burned out and you'll be able to be consistent. Give it, you know, three months minimum and really be able to say, I'm going to go out this for three months. Even if I don't see results, I'm going to get going with that. Because with organic reach, it does take longer. Now, some people might say, okay, well, we'll do the organic reach and we'll throw a little paid in the beginning just to bump things up and get some ROI quickly. But, you know, it really depends on the business and how long they've been in business and who you're targeting. I think it's always good to be able to commit to something that you love and the method in which you're creating the content has to be something that is going to come easy for you so that you can stick with it, right? So lead generation. When somebody is discovering you or your business, they sometimes won't know that they have a problem that needs solving. They may just stumble upon you and say, oh, let me read this thing or let me watch this video or let me just listen to this podcast and see what this person is talking about. Maybe you came as a referral. Somebody else shared a piece of your content and they don't know they have a problem. There are also people who know they have a problem, but they're not really sure what to do with that information just yet. With lead generation, that's your first touch point or your first barrier to entry outside of just discovering you. You know, maybe they saw a blog post, a podcast, a YouTube video, they saw a post on social media. The next step in that process is to make that connection with them and give them something that will be a little more than the basic 
thing that you'd put out on social media because what you want to get from them is their email address. Email is still a high ranking method for connecting with customers, nurturing that customer relationship, and also depending on the types of products or services that you offer, you can also do some great retargeting by, you know, emailing people when they've left things in their cart and things like that. And, you know, when Facebook goes down or when Meta goes down again, because it's inevitable and it will happen again, you can just email your folks and say, okay, you know, the Facebook page is down, but we can still connect with you on email and here's the links that you need. And you can still run your business outside of those channels. So when you're creating this piece of content, you want it to be kind of juicy, right? (laughs) You want it to be something that is appetizing. You want them to have a little taste of something that is just so delicious and they just want more. And I'm going to tell you a story because I love food and I have to connect it to food because I use the word appetizer and now I could probably use one. So there's a restaurant here near me called The Nest and they have these grit tots. Now, not everyone likes grits, but I love grits. And they form them into these little things, almost like a tater tot. And they are delicious. They are absolutely delicious. When I see, when I order those things and they come out on the little plate, I'm so excited and I'm eating my grit tots. And once I start eating those things, not only could I probably eat like three orders of them as an appetizer, don't judge, but (laughs) I could, I'm ready for the next thing, right? I'm ready for, I've had my appetizer. I'm starting to get ignited with that appetite and I'm ready. I'm like, yes, I'm ready to get my lunch or I'm ready to get my brunch or dinner or whatever it is. Like I'm ready for the next thing ready for my another sip of my drink of choice. And that's what we want them to feel when we're creating content for potential customers. We want them to have a little taste of something and be surprised, right? They're going to take that first bite and they're going to think, oh, oh yeah, this is really good. I want another bite of this. And before you know it, all the grit tots are gone and they're ready to order something else from your menu. So think of it that way make it fun, make it interesting. And if you're really stuck on what you should create as a lead generation tool or a lead generation offer, you could think back to frequently asked questions, things that you've emailed your clients over and over again. Go back to some of the things that are within your process. Maybe there's something within your sales process internally that you can condense and give in a freebie or, well, a freebie or a lead generation tool. Not all lead generation offers need to be free. I like to offer them for free unless it's something like next level. But if they aren't for free, then they need to be a lower cost barrier to entry. So keep it as a lower percentage of the overall signature offer that you have. So let's say your signature offer is, I don't know, $5,000 for the whole thing that you offer, the whole service. You don't want to have a lead generation tool that, you know, something that's like $1,000. You want to have a lower percentage. So in my mind, what I would advise to a client who had a signature $5,000 offer, I would say, you know, if you want to do a free lead gen, do a free one. But if you want to have something that's paid, put it at like that $100 range, right? Because somebody who has the bandwidth to spend $5,000 can certainly spend $100 on something that's going to give them high value and give them a quick win. 
that leads me to my next point with lead generation tools and opt-in offers is try to give them a quick win. If there's something within your systems, something that you do as a special trick to help, you know, get a, a fast result for someone, give that to them in the form of a lead generator. And that way, not only are you proving a part of your system that is successful, that gets results, that works, you're also building that trust, you're getting information from this person, and then you can follow up with them however you see fit. So like I said, go back through your tools, go back through your systems and channels and see, you know, what are these common threads that come up and can we adapt it into a lead generation offer? I have a client that did a transformation challenge. She's a behavior modification specialist. And she had this challenge where it was, I think, six or eight weeks and she did it live and we talked about it. And I said, well, adapt that into a lead generation tool. Let's automate that because that's what your customers really loved. And it was a high converting challenge that you did. You know, let's put it on an automation and give it as a lead generation tool. Maybe it's not as, you know, involved as the in-person full 100% thing, but we give kind of a basic tier of that offer as a lead generator. So I hope that I've given you a lot of things to think about, and I hope that you grab a pen and paper and take some action. So I'm just going to recap. Content marketing for lead generation. Create content that your client would want, that is within your bandwidth to create, and relates to your offer. So think back, look back through your processes and find those common threads, those common questions that come up, those things that performed well within your business and see what you can adapt or create a basic barrier to entry tier of that you can offer in exchange for contact information. And when creating this thing, think about whether or not you're going to have a paid offer or a free offer. You may decide once you do maybe a free offer, you want to have a level two that's paid and it's a little more involved. And then finally they get to level three and they're working with you. You may not want to do it that way, but there's so many different options and every business is unique. So what I like to do is when I work with people one-on-one is sit down with them and really figure out what's going to work best for them, not only for them as a business, but them as a person? What is it that they're going to be excited about that they're going to be consistent with doing? What is within their bandwidth to do for a consistent amount of time, right? Think about all these things while you take action. In the next episode, we're going to talk about the email sequence strategy because now that we've got this lead generation tool, we're going to move into how to nurture this connection that we just made via email. So I'll see you in the next one. Bye. The Digitally Grounded podcast is written and produced by me, Ashley Lindsay. Our editor is Jessica Marshall. And our music is Summer Hip Hop Upbeat by Lightbeats. Thanks for listening.